Here's your Marshall's Marine Fishing Report with Pro Cantonese on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. Well, we were supposed to have um, Captain E joining us, the Marshalls Marine Pro, uh, but he was all wrapped up in fishing wire, and finally they got the hook out and uh, threw him back into the boat. And here he is. <laughs> that's right. It's a good, hey, that's a good big fish story, right? <laughs> that is a, that's a great big fish story, and I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry, and thank you. That's okay. Thank you for bumping troughs and work me in. I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. All right. So, Captain E, are, are you out on the boat now? I I am. I wish I was. I am. I am looking at beautiful Merle's Inlet right now from my truck, but I am not <laughs> fishing as of yet. I, I'm. Uh, I, I am thinking about fishing. Well, I'm always thinking about fishing. <laughs> uh, apparently, that's true. apparently, that's what I was doing this morning at eight o'clock. <laughs> but. Uh, at, at any rate, we got a lot to talk about because the, the the season is upon us, and we're coming up on Memorial Day, obviously, and that is the official start of boating season um, in DNR's eyes. But uh, in all of our eyes, the boating season started a while back. But I tell you what, the, it's been incredible. Uh, the water, I mean, the the fish fishing has been incredible, but the number of boats out enjoying what we offer here on the water. With boats from Marshall's Marine has also been incredible, and uh, you know what? I'm I'm really I'm really sorry for goofing up today, and I'm going to make up for it. Here's what oh, I'm going to like do. it. All right, so anybody of your any of your listeners that are toying with the idea of one of Marshall's Marine's new boats, and they want to get some great local tips, local advice on the boat once they get it. I will do, I, I'm going to do a free onboard seminar for three hours wow. with any, any of your listeners that buy a boat between now and the end of June from Marshall's Marine, and all they need to do is tell their salesman, I know every single salesman at both stores, just tell their salesman to get in touch with me that they're buying a boat, and we will set up a mutually uh, agreeable time, and I'll go get on the boat with them and show them exactly how I do it. Whatever they want to do, whether it's an inshore or freshwater or offshore, whatever boat they choose, um, I'll get out there and go with them. And if they just buy a pontoon for cruising, I'll be more than welcome, more than happy to get on the boat and play bartender for three hours. So <laughs> either way, either way, but they, not- can have me, they can have me for three hours. Now, I'm not going to Disney and playing that game because I've been listening to y'all for the last <laughs> yes, 30 minutes. Right, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> hey, Captain but, E, Captain E, you were talking about DNR and official boating season and all that stuff. And and the DNR, SC DNR, is going to set up these, uh, I guess, these spots where you can check, make sure your boat has got everything you need so you're legal and safe and all that. I would imagine, and the question we had on the PCRXcomputers.com text line is, if they purchase a boat from you, is that something that you will do? Make sure they have everything they need to be safe and legal out on the waterways. Absolutely. Our salesmen uh, will go through with you everything. And, you know, for different sized boats, there's obviously different um, accessories that you'll need uh, as far as if you're going to stay in the river, if you're going into ocean. Um, But we will make sure that you know everything you need from throwables to the right size life preservers. That's a big thing. DNR and I talked about last week. Um, I, I was with them last week is making sure that you have the right size life jacket. For the people on the boat, you know, you don't have five adult life jackets, three kids on there that obviously the life jacket is too big, uh, whistles, uh, your, uh, everything, fire extinguishers, 
It, so every all of that, our sales staff will make sure they go through, um, and we'll make sure you've got it on the boat. We've got it all right there in the store, and we'll get it on the boat for you and make sure you've got it. Now, the DNR checkpoints are awesome. Make sure you cooperate with them. They're just there trying to help you out, trying to protect you. They want you safe on the water. And, again, you know, it is, uh, I think, National Safe Boating Week starts next week. Um, so we, we need to make sure we, we want everybody to enjoy their boat, but we want everybody to get back to shore safely. Keep a sober driver on the boat. I, I mentioned, you know, playing bartender. I will also play sober driver if I need to. But we want everybody to make sure you've got a sober driver on the boat. Enjoy Absolutely. that boat for Marshall Murray. Yeah, well, you know, if you buy the boat, and did you say between now and June you will be the designated the captain? June. Now and the end of June, I'll be your designated captain for three hours. And like I said, I'll bring my tackle, show you exactly what I use. I love it. So that before you go, before you go spend all that money on extra tackle that you do not need to buy. Mm. I will show you exactly what you need and get you pointed in the right direction so you can get out there and make some lifelong memories on that boat for Marshall Murray. All right. Speaking of tackle, what's biting? And our listeners want to know on the PCRXcomputers.com text line, what is the Cobia update? All right. Cobia update is this. So they've moved on the beach. Um, Some very close friends of mine spent some time last weekend, uh, actually Sunday, um, targeting schools of Manhattan on the beach. They hooked three and landed one that was close to 45 pounds um, and wow. caught a bunch of sharks, caught a bunch of sharks, which are a lot of fun. I, I still, you know, the tug is the drug for me. <laughs> and the sharks are, sharks are a lot of fun, but if you spend a lot of time, I'm going to give a tip. A lot of those guys that I've talked to are targeting the bait schools that are right up in the breakers, and that's real dirty water. This time of the year, if you get out about 500 yards to 1,000 yards off the beach, you'll find a little bit cleaner water. You'll also find schools of bait out there. It's a lot easier to spot the cobia in those schools of water bait than it is up on the beach where that water's a little bit dirtier from, you know, obviously landing on the beach there and creating some silt. So get away from the beach 500 to 1,000 yards and also do not ever pass any channel marker, anything, your sea buoys. Do not pass that without spending a little bit of time to take a peek. Cobias love shade. Later in the day, if there is anything on the water that will cast shade, they will find that. They will get over there and chill. They just love hanging out in the shade. But the same sense, they love sunbathing. And, and when they're in the middle of those schools of pogies by about 10 in the morning is probably when they're the most active and when you can find them and spot them the easiest. Hmm. All right, that's good. What other fish are biting? All right, so uh, the Spanish mackerel bite continues to just be insane. Um, from the nearshore reefs of Little River, Georgetown, Merle's Inlet, uh, they're, they're huge success right now. Just a real simple rig. We call it a Christmas tree or a Spanish mackerel rig. You connect it to a number one planer, clip on a Clark spoon or a drone spoon on the end of that, and just troll it right through those reefs and around those jetties. Uh, four to five miles an hour, and you're going to catch plenty of Spanish, and you're going to have some bluefish mixed in, but the flounder bite continues to be crazy. And now what we're getting is the bigger fish are starting to move into the inlets. They do that this time of the year. We're starting to get some mullet in the inlets. Um, some other bait fish are showing up. So continue to target those flounder. You can start looking for them in a little bit different area. I know we've been talking about uh, locating areas where the water's warmed up on shallow flats. 
Now you can start to find them in your normal haunts. Deep holes, um, spend some time, throw artificials, but uh, there's plenty, plenty of flounder to be caught in all of our inlets. And, and you know, I, I, I hate to get kind of one-tracked on Merle's Inlet because it is my home body of water, but the, the flounder bite in Pauly's Island, the flounder bite down south in North Inlet, and the flounder bite up in Hog Inlet are all great right now, so... Get out and go fishing. It's that time. Yeah, you know, I was reading an article that, um, you know, one hour of fishing is a, like a good workout, even. You, you burn up to like 200 calories. You get relaxation. It relieves tension, depression. and improves cognitive function. Is that why you're so smart and relaxed? You know what? I'm just going <laughs> to tell a story. I'm going to tell a story real quick if you'll give me, sure. give me the time. So this week... This weekend, uh, um, so I, I was fishing the big offshore tournament out of Charleston, and uh, so my partners and I took off on Thursday of last week to go out and go target dolphin, mahi-mahi, and um, after about an hour and a half, we had two wahoo, five dolphin, and three blackfin in the boat, and we all looked around and was like, the next time sometime somebody tells me that fishing is relaxing, <laughs> I'm going to tell them they, <clears throat> they're not doing it right. No, the fact of the matter is, you are correct. It is. It's relaxing. But I lost a $1,200 rod and reel combo off the boat that day. Oh. And it completely, it completely ruined it. But I learned a lesson. And, and if I can share this with anybody, there are little tethers that you can buy that you can attach your rod to the rod holder. And it keeps those... Dumb mistakes from happening, but I I did have a very large fish hit on a rod that the drag was tightened a little too much, and uh, between the time somebody was able to grab the rod, it worked itself loose and went flying. <laughs> oh my god, that's heartbreaking! Wow, it is especially when the rod wouldn't mind. <laughs> oh no! Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah. Well, it's, well, it's, it's like it's a, a I guess. I guess it's like a surfer, right? You kind of tether the board to your ankle. <laughs> but you don't exactly. want to do that with the fishing pole. <laughs> no, no, but no, but the owner of the owner of the rods, uh, the, the rod that I lost, and, and now he has a new rod, by the way. I had to replace it. But uh, we did talk about trying to find trying to find some of the um, the the wristlets that they use on jet skis, and I might have to check with Marshalls because you know they do sell incredible jet skis. But using those wristlets that we um, mm, attach yeah. to the jet ski and attaching those to the rod and then to the rod holder because it does have a little bit of a spring action to it. And you could just wrap it around your wrist when you're fighting the fish so you don't forget to reattach it to the rod holder when you put it back. Oh, but that makes sense. It was an expensive lesson. Yeah, exactly. It was an expensive lesson. But nonetheless, it was a great time offshore. And any time on the water is relaxing. And if again, if you're not... You're doing it for the wrong reason. It should be relaxing. Whether you've got a rod in your hand, a cold drink in your hand, or just looking around and enjoying the beauty that we have here on the water. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. I don't think that's a good idea. I, I take that back. What if you you know like if you're holding the rod and you're this fish, this big fish just uh-huh. takes off and you lose your grip and you lose the rod, that could really that could be bad for you. I don't want that to happen. I mean, it's one thing if you're not paying attention and the rod goes over the boat. Then you want to tie to the boat. <laughs> I'd be afraid, man. You get dislocated arm. I don't know. This oh, is... you're, you're correct. Aren't they and, pretty and strong? You, Aren't they pretty strong? They, they are. 
there are a lot of fish that are strong, and I don't know if you remember me telling you about, I think I, did I say that, did I mention my son winning the youth angler in the flounder tournament here? Well, my son would not fight a fish all day. Like, and I could not, I could not figure out why he would not grab the rod. The kid has caught so many fish. Mm. But the later, after I finally got him and coached him into reeling in what came, but what ended up being the winning fish for the youth division, uh-huh. I got home and was, I had his iPad and was, was getting him signed into his iPad. YouTube popped up and he's watching these idiots in Florida catching these Goliath grouper. And they're trying to com- they're they're trying to have a competition who can do it with the most drag, and that means where the the drag is what controls the line. And w- if you set the drag correctly, a, a big fish is going to pull line. You're only going to get the line back on him as he wears down, mm-hmm. and it's going it, to it 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 debilitates the opportunity for him to pull you overboard. Is what I'm getting at. Right. But Russ Russ wants these people almost get pulled out of the boat, so he just assumed that any fish could pull you out of the boat. <laughs> So he refused to grab the rod until I finally got it. But the point you're making is correct. And and if you did have the drag set too tight on a bigger fish like a wahoo or a shark or a marlin or a sailfish, mm. uh, yes, that, that possibility could very well happen. So, yeah, maybe not attach it to your wrist if you're not a professional. <laughs> exactly. Um, you're right. I stand corrected. Good job, Liz. I mean, I'm no fisherman, but, you know. Um, but hey, you know what? Well, you're smart. <laughs> I, well, I can't wait to uh, go out fishing with you. So if you ever think of it, shoot me a text when you, when you know I can come along one day. I'd love to see what you do so I can, uh, wait, listen, I, I, I'm sure that even though your show is until 10, till 10 o'clock, I know you've got tons to do after it, but you just let me know one afternoon you're free and, and we can make it happen. Okay. I, I'd love to get you out. All uh, right. As long as and, it's not uh, in the ocean. <laughs> No, we'll we'll stay in the inlet. Okay, we'll that's stay good. in the inlet. We'll stay in the inlet. I will not. I will not drag you into ocean. Okay, I promise. You, you have to start small unless with you, me. Unless you decide it's nice enough that you want to go out there. But All right. There's plenty, <laughs> there's plenty to do back in the inlet. Okay, good. It's a date. I'm going to plan that. Well, Captain E, Team Pro with Marshalls Marine, thank you so much for uh, checking in with us. Marshalls Marine Fishing Report. Of course, you can check out all the G3 boats powered by Yamaha at Marshalls Marine's two locations, Georgetown and Lake City. Captain E, how, how can people follow you? They can follow me, uh, follow me Follow me. on Facebook at Trilogy Outdoors Media, and uh, we'll have a bunch of good videos going up. We've, cool. We, we put some videos of our offshore trip up the other day, so uh, visit us there. And you can email me at English1970 at Yahoo. If anybody's got any questions, please uh, email me. I love answering questions about fishing. I, if I can help make somebody else's experience on the water better, that's what I live for every single day. All right. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Captain E. Thank y'all so much. I appreciate it. Y'all have a great week. You too. Hold on, deplorables. The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers will be right back on Talk 94.5. You know what? We should send zero res over to the White House.